Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. God, I turn I turn up the I turn the master volume up on the fucking track so it gets louder at the end. We're off to the races yeah. already. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome to More of the Bay. My name's Kyle. And I'm Strink Twice TV according to the Mixler chat. Strink Twice? Oh Jesus Christ. Did I just fuck that up? <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. I've got a whiskey sitting here with me. I got a beer on, like ready to go, so All right. Uh, you can't blame me. Get that whiskey. Always. Yeah, it, it's not War of the Bay unless you're drinking. You can't blame me for that shit. Come on. No. Come on. Yeah, the music was playing. <laughs> Still playing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick. Nick can't make it tonight. So Anthony so graciously filled in during the Blackhawks and uh, Lightning game. So yeah, he's paying me. Yeah, if he's paying, and if there's any, if there's any impromptu celebration in the podcast, you'll know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which Jesus I can't Christ. help it. Man, when I was like, when we were doing the intro, I was uh, I'm giving this guy shit on Twitter right now. Who? John Mamola, the program director for oh uh, fuck that six twenty WDAE. Oh, it, I know exactly who you're talking. Unbelievable, man. dude. You know when you know what he said? I remember him talking about uh, when we beat the night we beat the Rangers in Game Seven. I, I was driving to go to Steak and Shake as like as I did that entire playoff run after we won. I just went to Steak and Shake after every win. Right. And uh, and he was talking about it. He's like, yeah, I'm definitely pulling for the Blackhawks. He's like, fuck the Bolts. And, and not so really? many words, but yeah. Oh. That guy's a fuck face, man. You work here. Like, you live in Tampa, yeah, and you're just on the radio just supporting the fucking Blackhawks willy-nilly. Mm. Like, fuck you. I, I guess I guess his, his pedigree is that he's, just, he's a fan of sports, but you can't do that. No, not especially in Tampa. I mean, you know, come on. It's fucking Tampa. Like you're you're not in Chicago. Yeah. Like, quit that shit. At least if you're gonna be a Blackhawks fan, don't be a dick about it. Put it all over your pro your your Twitter profile. Or I don't know, dude. I don't know. Is he from Chicago? What a dickhead. He's um, he better be at least better be from there. <laughs> he's a uh, I don't know if he's from Chicago or not, but um, uh, someone just tweeted at me from he's a he's a Blackhawks fan. And uh, live Twitter fights about to go down. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a guy. He's a guy that actually I respect him somewhat. He's a he's a Red Sox and a Blackhawks fan, and you know, take that as you will. I know he's. It, lo- it looks like he's jumping on a few bandwagons here. Uh, maybe a little. <laughs> but the Red Sox haven't been that great. He's always been a nice guy to me. And uh, oh, it looks like he's doing some denying. 
on the uh, on these allegations here. Uh, of course. <laughs> so I guess do you want to lead off with that? <laughs> yeah, let's let's get right into that because that was that was a jarring oh. read that I read today. Uh, so for those that don't know, uh, there was another story. It wasn't a, it wasn't a news story. It wasn't any kind of official story. It was just kind of an. an I think it was posted on. Tumblr. It was um, it was posted on Tumblr. There was there was a series of imager uh, yeah, the, yeah. photos of like a comment or something. Yeah, it, it was a story by uh, I don't have all the facts of the names and all that memorized. I just kind of read it and then kind of was like, okay, I, I don't want ever want to read that again. Well, it was uh, it was an yeah. anonymous story. It, it, yeah, they, they blurred out the names. Uh, I can't remember who posted it. Is what I'm trying to I say, could, but they they blurred out all the names involved except for Patrick Kane, who is currently leading the NHL in goals and points. And they're they're saying he's a he should be up for the MVP trophy and yeah he's and he's fucking the golden boy of the NHL right now and and basic and this story comes out and it's not surprising to anybody because Patrick Kane's already been under investigation for rape right before he he's also been, punched a cab driver he's been accused he's been accused of it he was under investigation i think was he did they did they formally investigate him and everything i uh, That's see that that was the thing I tried to look it up today on Wikipedia because I was can't like can't find much about it. No, you really. can't. It's like it's no. been whitewashed from the internet. I, I don't want to. I don't want to accuse him of that and then sound stupid that I got the facts wrong. So I'm not exactly sure, but I know that he was definitely involved. Well, yeah. Look at our, something. Look at our starting quarterback, and you can you can type his name in, and then all number of rape alle- or the the rape allegation will come up against him. Like that's that's almost like one of the first three results that come up when you when you Google Jameis Winston. Right, and with Patrick Kane, it's like buried. Yeah, that's it. Makes me and, wonder why and that it is. It might have been because it, it didn't get as far as Winston's. True. Um, but at the same time, it's it's fishy. It really is, and and I'm not saying that the NHL is covering shit up or anything like that. I'm not gonna. I have no base to say something like that, but that's their, it, that's the it, face it just of... like he's their poster boy. Right. And him and Crosby and even his own teammate, Taves, those guys are like poster boys for the league, and especially Kane because he's just tearing up the league on the ice right now. And it, and this comes out, and it's just horribly graphic and just creepy and and but in it but it's not far-fetched at the same time right this is definitely something that could have happened so i think i think how this came out was or at least how i saw it and how i I think most people saw it was uh a woman by the name of sarah connors sarah underscore connors uh that's the original tweet that i saw that's right yeah Yeah, so she has it, it looks like some sort of a comment or some sort of a post on a website and it's an anecdote. It's not. A, it's not an officially vetted story. It's. It's. No. It's a. It's internet comment. The girl in the story says, uh, "I see all these. All this stuff about Patrick Kane to start it off. Like I get notifications on my phone that he scored a hat trick and all this kind of stuff. And that's what I guess inspired her to 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 write her story to p- come out with her story. Right to come forward with it. Come forward with it. Uh, obviously, a lot of people know that a lot of victims of this kind of stuff don't ever come forward, uh, and that's horrible. And that's part of the reason. And the part of the reason for that is immediately they're called a liar right. by a lot of people. I think <clears throat> I don't have the stats in front of me, but I know that there's there's uh, a, a great number, if not most. Of of rape cases, they don't get reported immediately because of you know like the uh, uh, there's like some shame involved with it, right. there's some fear involved with it as well, and especially with a guy like Patrick Kane, who's right. got a lot of money and a lot of star power, 
and someone that if you make an accusation against him, it's going to be big news. Right. It's going to be everywhere. Right. As you saw with the last girl that made an accusation against him, it was fucking everywhere for months. And then people, you know, people that are uh, that are against Patrick Kane will, you know, immediately take the side of the girl and be like, oh, my God. Like, they'll, they'll point at the stats that say, you know, uh, the amount of, of rape cases that are or the, the amount of accusations that are actually false is is uh, very slim from from what I'm reading. Yep. Uh, and um, uh, I forget what else it is. But then, of course, you have the, the people that point out the fact that. Um, oh, Christ, I can't remember, but. I'm certainly not getting up on my soapbox and saying, oh, this is a true story, you know, 100%. But the fact that so many people can brush this off so easily and say, no, she's lying. Just, right. That's, just, that's what it is. Like, you, you have the people yeah. that come out and be like, oh, well, clearly she's just looking for a payday. Right. You, you can't do that. I can't say that it's true, but I can't say that's a lie either, and neither can you. We don't know, but the fact that she comes out with this you know people don't do that i mean people do do it for attention i'm not going to act right. like people don't but she very well could be telling the truth and you're just acting like it's it's not even in the realm of possibility when this guy's already been under you know in hot water for something like this before look i'm just gonna i'm just gonna take the stance that this is a this is a very complex issue and i'm not ready to 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 choose one side over the other right and, and, and no one should no and that's my point no one should take a side. You shouldn't side with Kane, and you re- I mean, you really shouldn't side with the girl either. We don't know. No one knows. Nobody knows. No. But no. but let's not brush it off like it's not possible. Right. I think I think having yeah. a conversation about it is a good thing ultimately because it's right. You know, if the end result of this is that he is actually doing it and he cleans up, then there you go. Then everything is, is hunky dory aside from the, the terrible, horrible, things awful things he's that, already that done. Already <laughs> uh, it, it, listen. Patrick Kane, he probably if I had to wager money, he's probably never gonna get busted for something like this. No. If he did do it, it's it's probably never gonna happen. But just the it way does, that... it shouldn't stop people from coming forward. That that notion that he's never gonna get busted should not stop people from coming forward if he is out there doing this to but people. The, to, to women. The story itself, I read it today, the story itself is 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 absolutely horrifying. It's yeah. fucking terrifying. Yeah. I, and I I don't think we should really read it here unless you want to. No. <laughs> Just, or bits and pieces. But you can read it yourself. You you I'm sure you can find it. Sort of par- but, sort of paraphrasing the story itself. She talks about how she goes to a uh, a bar in L.A. during the Cup Final. Right, she goes to a bar in L.A. Or another Western Conference. Pat, final. Uh, Patrick Kane happens to be there. Uh, she she goes over and says hi, and uh, takes a picture with him. Then later he comes over to to her table and sort of grabs onto her shoulder and bought her a drink. I think first. buys her yeah buys yeah. her a drink, grabs on her shoulder, invites her back to his place. And when she declines, he kind of squeezes her shoulder harder and and you know continues to smile and really make it make it obvious that she needs to come back to his place like he really wants her back to his place while while continuing to like apply pressure to her shoulder. And she said and she says multiple times he was very nice at right. first. Right. He was extremely nice, like a smile on his face, like he was, you know, like he wasn't he wasn't being like violent, I guess is uh, for lack of a better term with her. You know, he was he didn't look like his intentions were horrible right. from the start. No, yeah. He, yeah, he made it look he made it look all Which is obviously how most rapists are, I'm sure. And fa- fast forward to later that night, she's in the bathroom, he enters the bathroom, corners her in the bathroom and proceeds to rape her and with his hand. With his hand and well, I I it, 
reading into the story, I guess it 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 went into full blown uh, the the whole the whole shebang. So. Yeah. Uh, really, 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 really fucking awful, terrible, horrible and story. And apparently, he was smiling the whole time. Oh, and he, yeah. Even on the way out of the bathroom, he could she could see him in the mirror, and it's just, you know, if that is true, that is one of the most horrible things I've ever read. It is one of the most horrible things I've ever it's read. It's one of the most horrible things I've ever read, even if it's not true. It makes just me imagining wish it, that situation. It, but, but if it, especially if it is, that's fucking. Awful. If it's true, I was like, it makes me wish that it wasn't true. I was like, oh god, please don't yeah. let this be true. Like this, this can't happen. Please, like that. But like, it's th- that kind of shit does actually happen. Whether or not it happened between Patrick Kane and this and this woman, that stuff does happen. It does. Oh, it totally does. Yeah, it totally does. And and that's why I. That's and going back to what I said. That's why you don't rule this out as a not as not being possible. Right. I think it's. I think it's. It's at least worth it to discuss it and have a discussion about right. it. Is anything going to come from it? Probably not. Probably not. No, because probably it's... not. But but this needs to be out there. These kind of things need to be out there, regardless if anything happens from them. They really do. So let's see. I'm reading this Reddit post. This guy, he's a Blackhawks fan. He sends it to me and he says, I'm a bit of an aviation slash ATC geek. I did a bit of digging in this. And from what I came up with, Swift Air is the airline providing chartered flights for Chicago for the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, Black I heard Hawks. about this. On yeah. the 29th of November, 2014, the only Swift Air flight to depart LAX was flight 2524 with a destination to Chicago O'Hare taking off at 1126 PM PST. According to the official NHL game summary, the game ended at 932. That just leaves barely two hours for the team to do post-game interviews, post-game workouts, shower, back to the equipment, get get on the bus, go to LAX, board the flight, and the taxi out to the runway uh, at 11.26 PST yeah. departure. There's no way Swift Air flights departed from LAX on the 30th. Or there were no uh, Swift Air departures from LAX on the 30th. Uh, they didn't have to stay over, and they certainly didn't have the time to go out for drinks. This information is readily available from, from flightstatus.com if you want to check out yourself. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, there was a reporter that I think had put it in his article at the time that they were flying out that night. Right. Um, but he he came back and tweeted a day that that was never confirmed that they flew out that night. Um, who knows, man? Yeah. That was a that, this was what this was 2014. Right. Yeah. So a little over. A year, two years ago, almost two years. Look, it's it's, it's, it's going to be really, really fucking hard to prove anything in this. Oh, I I doubt they I doubt anything gets proved here. Right. Uh, I, I, this isn't going to go anywhere legal wise. Um, but it's like I said, it still needs to be out there that this might have happened. This might have taken place, and that this guy, and regardless, Patrick Kane's not a good guy. It doesn't seem he's like not. it. No. No, it certainly not. doesn't seem. He's that not way. a good guy. He's a piece of shit, and yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I would. Uh, that's what I've ascertained thus far from from all of this. And yep. you know, I haven't read in, read too much into the first allegation, so I don't know enough to comment. But I mean, here's a, here's a second one that's come out. So let's what else? Let's see what else happens. You know. Yep. It, we'll it, see what happens. He's got a long way to go in his career, and a lot of time to fuck up again. Right. But I'm, what yeah. I'm saying is, this happened in 2014. He's been playing since at least 2009, right? I think he was drafted in 09. Oh nine. I'll check real quick. Hold on. So he's he's been playing since at least 2009. So that's a lot of time for shit like this to happen. We have two people that have come out thus far. If more people continue to come out, then we then we'll kind of get an idea whether or not that this. It, you know how much weight this story. By the will, way, will the hold. top story on Google when you look up Patrick Kane is now that it's, it's no longer his point thing or anything. Really? Like that. Yeah, oh, it good. says it's from uh, AOL News. If people still read AOL News, I think it needs. I think it needs to be talked about. He was drafted first overall in 2007. Yeah, 
you you've he's had a, he's had a legit allegation come out against him. I mean, he's had another, and I think it's I think especially me as a Bucks fan, I know that that it's really not worth it to lie about this kind of shit when you when you you know when you're the accuser. It's yeah. it's there's there's really little incentive to do especially it, especially to an athlete, right? Because all you're gonna do and is good shit from Constant people. Shit. And Blackhawk fans love Kane. I mean, he's like a fucking god in Chicago. Right. He's he's a Mr. Untouchable. They had a whole I support 88 hashtag, the first allegations that came out. These fans are fucking devoted to this guy. Well, look what happened Do to Do you really uh, think they're going to take her side? I mean, maybe no. the fucking ones that have half a brain will. But not not the rest of them, which is probably the majority. Look what happened. But, there. <laughs> What's his name? Joe. I think it's Joe Smith that covered the Winston case. Yeah, yeah. He got. Oh no, Matt. He Baker. just Matt Baker. Matt Baker. That guy got death cre- death threats to his fucking family, and he just Matt covered shit. the case. He didn't do like he. He didn't do shit. He, he never made an accusation. Yeah. He never said anything but the facts that were he coming was, out about the case. He was just the dude that was like, "Okay, here's what's he was the messenger. Yeah, don't shoot the messenger." And everybody wanted to shoot the messenger. So well, a lot of Florida State fans did, and even people that weren't Florida State fans. I don't even want to rope them all together. It's true, but if the messenger yeah. is getting that kind of shit, imagine, imagine what the accuser is getting. Just I could, I could not believe what the fuck. Like it would happen to 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 uh, Jameis's accuser. The uh, same thing with, in, in Patrick Kane's case, and same thing with this woman here that's come forward today. I mean, I, I, I is any amount of shit worth that? You know, if you can prove it, it is. Yeah, I think. But but if but if if you if they know, like, listen, like I, I know this happened to me, but I don't have a big enough leg to stand on, especially against a guy who's got all the money in the world to fund this shit. And fight me, you know, in court till the very fucking end. You know, can't, do you have enough of a case to fucking prove it? But I, regardless, you should still come out with it. Right. The whole it, the whole flight thing, too. It's like, okay, the guy makes millions. You don't think he can just, like, afford a flight back to, to Chicago? Right. They get the, well, yeah. And I think they were done. I think it was a playoff series and they were going back to Chicago anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, they fly back as a team usually, but I, I wouldn't, you know, if, if eh, well, I think they all have to fly back at the same time. I don't Do think he really? can get his own plane. Okay, but, all right. Yeah, I, I think that's like team policy. No, fair or something. enough. Yeah, that's. But it, but regardless, it, it, like we like we started with, there, this can be this certainly could be true. Right. It really could. Right. And that's that's the scary part about it. I like that. I I, I like that. Uh, we live in there's there's goods and bads. The time that we live in, I I just like that it's kind of come out and and. Uh, Everybody can have a discussion about it. Now there are there are people that t- that go to the extreme. There's a lot of people that go to the extreme on both sides. So yeah, yeah, and of course, and if this was the f- first thing that ever came out, I wouldn't be calling Patrick Kane a piece of shit, right? Because just, because you know, I, I mean, you can't. It's one accusation on a website, but this is not the first time, right? It's and just that's, more and more that's what like. makes you go, hmm, I wonder, you know, this is becoming a trend more than just an occurrence, you know, just something that happened. Right. And and like and like that, like the full the whole thing with the cab driver, you know, he's also had run-ins with the law. You know, he put he punched that fucking cab driver in the face. Punched him in the oh, head. Right. Yeah. He, he punched p- him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and then all he had to do was say he was sorry, and that was it. Yeah, because he's got money. Yeah, if I punched <laughs> a fucking cab driver in the head, like, there'd I'd be, be no more word of the bank. Yeah, I'd be in jail. <laughs> It'd be word of the jail stuff. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get out of here with that shit. All right. Well, so, I think we touched on it enough. We can, yeah, I'm ready I to move on. I think it's ready, ready to move on. This is just making fucking, me sick. It's dark. To be honest. It, that story was so dark. 
Yeah. So dark. So like, let's go to oh. another asshole. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Druin this week came out and uh, did not start for the game on, uh, I think it was Wednesday. He did not show up to the to the uh, the Syracuse Crunch game in Toronto. So they, uh, the- He was actually there, I heard, though. He was sitting with the scratches that night. But he, I guess he made it clear he wasn't playing, which is basically you're not showing up. Right. So the, the uh, Lightning yeah. immediately suspended him indefinitely. Immediately, indefinitely. Uh, and he's got to pay, too. It's a, He's not getting paid during the suspension either. Right. Uh, now he's back home in Montreal. He's not even with the Crunch anymore. Um, I didn't know that he was uh, French-Canadian. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's from Montreal. I, I don't know if he's from Montreal, but I, I know he's French-Canadian. Oh. Um, so yeah, he's back in Montreal. He's not even with the Crunch. Uh, he, I guess we can go back to where this started. I, he was sent down. Uh, Eiserman made it very clear, as he said in his press conference today, that this is a conditioning stint. He made that clear to Druin and his agent. This is a conditioning stint, and in you know two weeks he'll be back because he's been injured a lot this year. Right. He's had... And they wanted him to get down there and get his groove back, and then he can come back and rejoin the team. But just no in biggie. general, he's been he's been as injured. soon as he went down. I think it was maybe a day later, or not even. They come out and make it public that he requested a trade in November. And Iserman said today, when they did that, it changed the whole timeline for him being in the AHL. Everything changed at that at that point. When was this? When when what happened? When he when they came out the first time and said that he had made a trade request in November when his agent made that statement. Right. Yeah, Iserman said today, as soon as that happened, the whole timeline for him being in the in the minors changed. Now he's gonna stay down there for a while. Right. Um so, you know, he played I think six, seven games with the crunch. I'm not too sure. I know he's played he played quite a few and then the and then yesterday we find out he's a healthy scratch. Uh and of course everyone immediately thinks that he's he's gonna be traded. Because uh, that's what usually that means when you have a prospect like that that's a healthy scratch. The team is trying. The team that's getting him is trying to protect him. They tell the Lightning, "Hey, healthy scratch him until this trade goes through. We don't want him to get hurt." Right. You know. Uh, and he just doesn't show up, and he didn't show up. Yeah. That uh, when that when that first happened, when when I saw that he wasn't starting, I'm like, "Oh shit, he's he's getting traded he, tonight." Yeah. This is this is it. He's gonna he's gonna be on the move pretty soon. Right. Uh, and he and I was watching Twitter like any second now. Here comes a move, and uh, and sure enough, the first fuck. And I think it was I think it was Eric that tweeted it first. Uh, Druid's been suspended indefinitely, and then you go, "Oh, what for?" And didn't show up to the game tonight, and go, "Oh, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Listen, I know what his agent is trying to do. Okay. They're trying to force Iserman's hand. Listen, your client signed a three-year contract. Okay. With the lightning. He's a fucking, you know, his job is to play hockey for us. That's what we pay him for. That's what the lightning pay him for. You're not going to strong arm Iserman to trade him for fucking peanuts just because he wants to go to another team. It's not happening. You do so his, you, do you really it's think it's in that, his best interest to fucking play? Do you think that re- do, you, do you really think that Eisenman is just going to 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 stand strong and just say he might leave him down there to fucking rot? Now, I wonder. I I, I listen. <laughs> I and and then his agent releases a statement saying the Lightning told us a trade was imminent, and when we asked for if it was okay to for him to sit out, they said no. And then Eisenman said today, I never told them a trade was imminent. I never once said that. Well, here's the thing: like, if if he if Eiserman knew back in November that that Jern wanted to be traded, and it's still it's still and here we are in January and it comes out and it still hasn't been done, then I mean, 
now that this is what else is what else is the guy to do? He says, "Look, I don't want to be here. Can you trade me, please? I just want to leave." Look, and I think Iserman had all intentions to trade him. Uh, I think he was. I think if if Druin had kept his, you know, if Drew and his agent had just stayed quiet and just he played the games, I think you would have seen a trade. But now you're making the stink. He's not with the crunch. Okay, and you're just you're ma- you're trying to make the organization look like shit is what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying, and like I said, they're trying to strong arm Iserman into trading him, and it's just not it's not going to fucking work. He's not. Yeah, Iserman's only going to trade Druin if it makes sense for the team. He said that like at least five times now. It right. seems like I'm only trading him if it makes sense for the Lightning. He's going to force him to be a team player one way or the other. Right. You're you're going to fucking play for the crunch, and that's the end of the story. Until until we decide to, what we're going to do, you know, until we get a deal that makes sense. Right. Instead, they took it in their own hands to do this, and now they're in even deeper shit. But still, the, 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 the whole reason why we're here in the first place. And that was what I was getting to next, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. whole reason why we're here is because the, he, was, he was mishandled in the first place. I mean, how many, totally. how many Lightning fans on Twitter right now do you see that are completely against Druin? How many of those guys in the Stanley Cup playoffs had the hashtag of free Druin? Tons. Tons. And and people were tweeting at him and all this shit. And I'm like, listen, okay, it's, it doesn't change the fact that Druin's a fucking hell of a hockey player. Okay? It doesn't. He's 20 years old. Yeah, he's but still got his whole career ahead of him. Like I said it, to you before, tell that to him. I mean, he's been told his whole life that he's going to be the next Gretzky. I mean, not well, yeah, but he's he's been told he's really good. He's always been either the first or second best player on his team because he was on a team with Nathan McKinnon right. and the juniors. So yeah. he, he was probably the second best player on that team. Right. But uh, but still, he was on the top line and all that. But he's the next was, Paul Coffey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You, and McKinnon got all the attention, and yeah. just Druin was just there putting up points. You're gonna be the next. You're gonna be the next coffee yeah. kid. Hot coffee, come on. Hot coffee, man. But uh, so yeah, he you know he got up here last year, and sure, he's 19 years old. Sure, you do okay. I I didn't want him to fucking sit sit out for tomorrow, but I, we were winning, and I couldn't say too much, you know. But this year he comes in, he, he improves his defense, he does everything he's asked. And then you fucking and then he plays on the top six. He plays with Stamkos, and we're and I'm thinking, okay, here we go. Great, here we go. It's it's coming together. Here, you know, here's our winger for Stamkos that he's been looking for for fucking, you know, since Marty left. You know, everything's going to be peachy, and this season's going to be great. And then he gets hurt. Okay, whatever. You know, players get hurt. He'll be back. And then he comes back. And he's back on the fourth line. Right. Like what? Like yeah. why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. You know, and, and Cooper came out today and said that it's his, it's part of it's his fault. Yeah, no shit. But why is it? His, I mean, what did he do? He didn't play him on the fucking top six. He didn't put him. He didn't put him in a position to succeed and prove his worth. He put him on a fucking grinding line with Brian Boyle, who's I love Boyle, but he's not fucking a scorer. You know, and 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 people were saying Druin didn't earn his minutes, and I'm like, how the fuck is he supposed to? He's not playing. I wonder if you this can't, is, you can't earn anything if you're sitting on the bench all day. I wonder if this is I why mean, everybody calls him a bust, you know, because he he uh, 
you know, because he he uh, he called Victor Hedman a bust too. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they called when he was young. They called him a bust. They called him a cone. They called him whatever fucking name in the book. And now everyone loves Victor Hedman. Right. Because and and why is that? Because Victor Hedman was being underutilized in the in his the system, or at and least he learned, wasn't. He, he still had to learn. He was fucking young. Well, that's true. But that's true of a defenseman. But I mean, after he even he even he put in his time. I think after even after year three, it was everybody was kind of like, what the fuck's up with Hedman? And and now he's a can't miss guy. I and you, yeah, a guy you that said we're it. Signed to a seven year deal. Hopefully, hopefully. Hey, his agents. He's got the same he's agent the same as as Drew. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I I think that uh, I I just wonder because you know when when people used to say that that uh, uh, Hedman was a bust and when you know he he put in his time and then it still seemed like he wasn't playing that well until John Cooper got there and it's like. Hey, why don't we do this? You know, how, why don't why don't you play like this? Yeah, they fit his fucking style. Right, I, and I just wonder it, if that's being done with with Jonathan our, Druin. Our defensemen are so about joining the rush and getting in on the offense and all that, and that's and that's part where Hedman excels. He's also really good on defense. He's one of the best skaters on defense you'll ever fucking see. I mean, the guy's fucking huge and he skates like a forward. The guy plays both ways. Yeah, he's great. And listen, I know Druin. I know Druin's defense is not the greatest. We all know that. He, but he, but that's not what he's out there for. Neither right. is Stamkos, and no one bitches about his defense. Right. I mean, Stamkos fucking can't. He can play okay defense, but he's not great. You know. But that's what not what you put him out there for. You right, don't you play. You don't put score. Steven Stamkos on the ice to go shut down another forward. You put him to, out there to go score a goal. Score a bunch of goals, kid. Get out right. there and fucking shoot and, the puck. And you put Druin out there to fucking make plays for those guys and and he can also score too but and he was treated so differently than everybody else by cooper i mean you know people would go out and they come back and their spot was waiting for him right you know this guy goes gets put on the fourth line for no reason and spends a whole year getting scratched for brendan morrow i mean what did you think was going to happen of course he's not going to be happy but but at the same time you don't handle it this way Hang on just a second, just a second. Yeah, go ahead. I I think that uh um the the, the thing is with um with with regards to like the way Eiserman is is handling Druin. Eiserman's a former player. Right. And he's the he he was a player that uh that immediately cracked the starting lineup. So yeah, he it, was I think he was Maybe twenty, I think. It makes when, me. It just makes me, playing for the Red Wings. He did, yeah, and it makes me wonder. You know, he was a captain before he was twenty five. Right. Sure of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, Iserman was fast tracked. So I mean, it just yeah. makes. What is he like sitting back and saying, "Hey, you're not as good as me, kid"? Or, well, it, you know, but you have to. That you have to realize that Iserman doesn't control the lineup. He controls the players that he gives true. to Cooper. That's true. Cooper controls the lines and the power play and most of the stuff. You know, uh, there's a lot in the situation that's fucked up in my opinion. Uh, and I don't mean that to say that like horrible shit's going on, but you know, that I just think there, that there's a lot of, there's blame to be placed everywhere here. Uh, at first I wasn't putting a whole lot of blame on Druin. I was putting some, but not a lot because he, you know, he just wanted to play, but then you go and pull this stunt with your agent and you, and you expect it to fucking, you know, you, you expect, Iserman to fucking just turn around and go, okay, yeah, we'll trade you, you know, fucking tomorrow. No. Right, just bow down and be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, it doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. And it it hurts me because I, I, I followed Druin before we drafted him. I was fucking ecstatic the day we drafted him. 
I was like, fuck yeah. Like, the, the, like it's almost like your favorite fucking college player getting drafted to your NFL team. Right. Like, you know, like a lot of people with Jameis Winston, like think about that. That's how it felt for me. But the, you know, now fuck, we're going to lose him. He's gone now. He's yeah. There's no recovering from this. Oh, I yeah. even can say that, Oh, we're going to mend the fences and all that. kind. Of, no, no, he's gone. He'll be gone soon. Um, but it'll be for a good deal. I can guarantee you that it won't be just to get rid of him. Because uh, we can't afford that. We can't afford to lose Druin for next to nothing. Because the, there goes a big piece of our future. And he's only 20 years old. You got to be able to get something back for that. That can also be a piece for our future. That's the dice that 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 Jonathan Druin and his agent are rolling. It's like, hey, let's just fucking see. What, like, like, let's try to force their hand and see if they're going to just trade us away from some a couple of jabronis and and you yeah. can be out of here. And and yeah and and there's a lot of teams that are interested. There was a, I think. It came out like twelve teams have called Iserman about Druin. Yeah, a lot of teams. And and a lot of deals on the table. And who knows how many are left now with this whole situation. I said on Twitter that I don't think his value got cut in half, like people were saying and all that, but it definitely went down a little bit. Uh you can't you know, it's fucking the teams don't want to deal with this kind of shit, especially from an agent. You know, and I guarantee you Iserman is fucking on fire when he heard about this. You know, but he's not gonna he's not gonna show that in the media or Those anything. Steely like that. eyes, like you son of a yeah. bitch. You fucking, I'm gonna come choke you, and you don't even know I won on. cups. One on one, me motherfucker. One one, fair. <laughs> I won Stanley cups. You fucking didn't do shit. One v one, one v one, like Gordon <sighs> Bombay in the fucking end of D two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, knuckle puck, no, but. <laughs> It it's a uh, it's a really fucked up situation, and I I don't know, I I kind of I kind of applaud Drew in a little bit for having the balls at least to do it and and trying just trying just like kind of hail marrying it like fuck it let's see what happens <laughs> like well, I don't know I don't want to be here anymore so why play so I'll just I'll just take my trade value see if they'll just trade me for nothing and then uh, I'm done I'm there I there I go wherever I go I'll be the star player and. I gotta applaud him for that, but I mean at the same time, when you look at the way that that, that he that uh, that, that Druin was handled by the organization thus far, and then you look at some of the other things that have happened with the other star players. I'm talking about Marty St. Louis, and I'm talking about Stamkos not having a contract yet. And this has been brought up a few times this week. If we weren't winning, then then this would be a real problem. It'd be a real big problem when people look at our front office and say, hey, uh, what, what, what's going on here? Why are some of these high-profile, highly talented players wanting out of Tampa? What's going on? I, I think it's, 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 it's something – there's something to that, I think. And I think it's all, it, it all goes away because of the winning. I think I lost Anthony. Anthony, you still with me? I think you might be gone. Did you unplug your microphone, sir? Well, you know what? Now is as good as time as any to take a break. So let's take a quick commercial break. We'll come back, and we'll fix the audio problems with Anthony. We'll see what the fuck's going on. And you know what? I'll check the, the Blackhawks and Lightning score. So we'll be back after this break. Boom, shakalakalaka. What's up, guys? It's Kyle here to talk to you about audibletrial.com slash shark. Um, I'm interrupting this podcast. Fuck this shit. I'm Coming on in, I'm muscling in. I need to tell you about some books, son. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com slash shark, of course, as you know, as frequent listeners to this podcast, I've been saying this for 
close to a year now. Happy anniversary. Uh, you can get yourself a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Uh, you can get over, for one of their 180,000 titles, uh, it's a great service. I use it a lot when I am driving or when I'm at the gym or when I just don't feel like reading. When I don't feel like reading. Uh, so it's, you know, they just put all the Harry Potter books out there. Um, as narrated by Jim Dale, like classic shit. Uh, you can go in here. Uh, any number of books that I just read The Martian by Andy Weir uh, that's on Audible and it's a very uh, entertaining look at the well it's actually a really good look at the, the you know what it could be like to land on Mars uh, but if you've actually seen the movie uh, it's a good thing to like read the book or at least listen to the book because you get a little like you get a little content you get a little stuff that they, they couldn't throw in the movie reading the book so once again that, that address is audibletrial.com slash shark Go there now. If you have an Android, an iPod, a Kindle, an MP3 player, guess what? They got books for you, son. Hey, okay, we're back. That All was... right, technical difficulties. I, I knew you were gone. I knew you were gone when, like, you weren't responding to me in that rant. So I was like, oh, Anthony's gone. He's, yeah, I'm gone. He's out. <laughs> Goodbye. I got to complete this rant and be like, okay, let's cut the commercial quick. Oh, shit. So we're watching, or Anthony's watching the second half, or not the second half, the second period of the, the Blackhawks and Bolts game. Yep, it's going well, but we're not getting rewarded, no, which makes me nervous. That's, I was going to say, that's not a good thing. Nope. It's but like, uh, it's like just like the Packers last week, keeping the game too close. Yep. So let's move on from the Lightning. Fuck. You know what? I haven't talked about the. We haven't talked about those games yet. Which games? The the uh, the divisional games with the Panthers and stuff. With the Panthers, yeah. Oh, it was fucking sweet, man. Uh, well, <laughs> well, there was like there was two. Most of them, they were all snooze fests, except for the 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 Packers and uh, Cardinals. What a fucking game that was, man! <laughs> oh, score! Coach are off. Coach! <laughs> fucking laser on the power play. Oh, beautiful. Who got the assist? Uh, I didn't see, but it was fucking gorgeous. Lovely. <laughs> yes. 22 to 8 in shots. BRB. Let me just let me just let me just text John Mamola. 20th goal for Cooch. Come on, how can you get this live coverage anywhere else but more to the bay? <laughs> he says he 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 just tweeted out he when when the when the Blackhawks scored their first goal, he just tweeted out at one. So when we tied, I quoted him and said one. Now I'm going to quote him and say two. Edmund with the assist. Another point for Hetty. Fuck this guy. <laughs> what a fucking shot. That was beautiful. <laughs> but anyway. Anyways, so, okay, yeah. yeah. Back, back, to, <laughs> back to football. No, uh, let's see. Uh, the, what, was the, what was the first game that day? Was, was it, it? It was. I thought it was. Uh, Kansas, it was uh, Kansas City, New England. That was a snooze. Yeah, that was a snooze fest. That game sucked. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, New England's going to the Super Bowl again. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just the way it is. The, the fucking Peyton Manning can't throw a football anymore. Old man Peyton. I mean, it's, it's, he's gonna get. He's gonna get there. eaten alive out there. Ripper snappers back in my day. I used to be able to throw this pigskin over them mountains. Like. <laughs> but you know what? The, the thing is, like Denver has a hell of a fucking defense. Like Denver has a great. They really defense. do. Yeah. So. But I think. The eight New England's offense is like designed to just fucking like pick at you and pick at you and oh, pick yeah. at you and pick at you until they're in the fucking end zone. So like any even really good defenses can't cover like two yard outs. No, like <laughs> a long t- a long time friend of mine I saw on Facebook. He said something that was really that was really I, I couldn't help but agree with it. He says you you never bet against the Alabama Crimson Tide 
and you never bet against the New England Patriots. I can agree with that. It's true, yeah. So. It's so fucking true, man. It's so true. Part of me, like a small little percentage of me, wants to see the Patriots win the Super Bowl just as fuck, just as a fuck you to Goodell in the NFL. as just like Yeah, a, like, hey, we didn't cheat and we still won the yeah, whole Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, oh, we're <laughs> cheaters, huh? And they weren't really. I'm cheating. I mean, I guess it, it technically is cheating, but what the fuck? It's air pressure in a football. Yeah. How about yeah. fucking? How about that? You piece of shit. Yeah, we just won another Super Bowl. Or what are you gonna do now? <laughs> As Bill Burr fucking talking about Jim Irsay. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on the rules committee. Oh, dude. Oh, god. Speaking of the rules committee, I I just saw this week that uh that the Packers. The Packers were one of the teams that voted against the or, or uh, there was like some sort of vote about the overtime structure, about the way overtime is set up. And the Packers are one of the teams that voted against the current system. They wanted to see the, the, the uh, a change. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it makes sense. You know, when I look at when it, it like it, it's it becomes evident to me in a game like the Packers and the, the Cardinals that the, the system that we have now doesn't work. Because, it, it, but what are you what are you gonna change it to? I think that they I, already did. Like, if you kick a field goal, you don't win. If you get the first possession, if there's a field goal, you don't win. I thought that was a good change. I think it's it's. I think each each offense gets a possession, and then after that point, ugh, shit. I don't so know. Yeah, death. I mean, yeah, that's that's it's tough to decide. Yeah, you're right. I, I can see like if the team score, it, no matter what the score is. So like, if a team scores a touchdown, you have to score a touchdown in your next drive, or you lose. If a team scores a field goal and then you score a touchdown, like they have it now, you win. Uh, I but think I do, th- I do think both offenses need to get their hands on the ball at least once in an overtime. I think and that's I think the this thing, fucking yeah. tie bullshit needs to go away. Oh yeah, no more ties. Yeah, no more ties because if you do that, then there's going to be a lot more ties. I almost want to say do like college does. Do the, like sit the ball. Twenty five yard line. Twenty five yard line. Yeah. I've been to game college games that do overtime and it, it sucks, man. Does it? It's fucking weird mm. and like, if a team kicks a field goal, if your team goes first and kicks a field goal, it's like, well, they score. You know, it, they, they got twenty five yards to fucking end the game on a touchdown. Or if you miss, if you don't get any points, so okay, they got they all. They're already in field goal range. So they're just going to run the ball four times up the middle and then game over if they have a good kicker. Right. I mean, it. I love college football, but I do not like their overtime system, and I don't think it would work in the in the NFL. I think people would get upset. Okay, fair enough. I mean, yeah. I, I just I don't know. I, I I don't know the answer to that question because it's true. Like at that point in the game, at in the fourth quarter and in overtime, the offenses are so it's it's so lopsided between offense and defense the offenses the offenses all have the advantage at that point that, right that it's like it's it just comes down to who's going to make the defensive st- stop by the way end of two lightning two one beautiful up 23 nine in shots well, let's keep dominating. the let's keep the goddamn yeah. gas pedal down in the third period let's let's bury yep. them but uh so the, what was that the, we had the patriots and then we had the crazy fucking packers Aaron Rodgers voodoo wizardry and bullshit. I think that I think yeah. something <laughs> needs to be done about that, that overtime, like the overtime thing. I think I don't I don't know what 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 needs like what it is. I think like you, like you said, both offenses at least need to have a possession. I agree. But Jesus Christ, that game is fucking amazing. It <laughs> like, was holy fucking shit. amazing. Holy shit! And Ro- dude, Rodgers. I don't care what anybody says. Rodgers is the best at throwing when scrambling. Oh God, he- he's the fucking man. When he when he gets outside the pocket, I'm like, he's gonna fucking hit a deep ball. Watch. He, he was- just guns it. 
unfucking fucking believable. It. I don't know yeah. how I don't know how anybody like how anybody does that. Nonetheless, like nonetheless, running from just like three hundred pound dudes on the run, full sprint, and just throws a beautiful pass downfield across <laughs> his body. Across his too, body. Yeah. yeah, he's just fucking like, and it flicks out of his hand. Just how the <laughs> fuck does that happen? And then. I was sitting. I told the story on the uh, on the, the solo podcast I've been doing. You can hear that. Uh, a little while with Kyle. A little while with Kyle. If you go to SharkDropper.com <laughs> and uh, check out the Patreon button that's next to the home button, you can check that podcast out if you donate a little bit of money to us. Uh, but uh, I, I I offered my take on that. But basically, it was it was uh, we were uh, sitting at Green Bench, and it's just a it's just a normal brewery. And nobody's really. Uh, yeah, I, I, to me, it looked like nobody was really paying attention to the game. Everybody's kind of talking amongst themselves and casually paying attention to the game. And uh-huh. then as, as soon as Aaron Rodgers throws that <laughs> Hail Mary touchdown, the place goes fucking crazy. The whole uh, place it, goes I was nuts. Thinking, I was like, as he was rolling out for that Hail Mary, I was like, there's no fucking way he's about to do this again. And I was like, and he kept looking and looking, and I'm like, there's no, if he does this again, I'm going to fucking freak. Oh, and God. sure enough, he, and of course, the white guy that only had like two catches the entire season had two big catches on one drive. <laughs> and the, like, the thing was, is um, like, uh, I think like Rogers, uh, right before that play, he threw it away with six seconds left. And I'm like, oh, six seconds left. There's no way. This is the game's over here. Yeah, right. And th- didn't they put some time back on the clock? They, or they put a little bit of time back on the clock. So Rogers Nine seconds barely gets it off. I think he's like still directing traffic. I what happened? That he didn't spike it for whatever reason. He saw something. Uh, didn't he? Or he like he saw something, and then they got up to the line, and I think there was like a false start or so, or legal no, motion or I, something like I that. I think he made. I believe he made the right play on, on the the play right before that. He just kind of threw it away to preserve time because there wasn't right, really right. anything open downfield. So I think he just kind of threw it away to to you know he knew he knew it was going to be a hail mary either way. Can you imagine if Arizona had lost that game? Oh God, that would have been incredible! The, the most heartbreaking thing. Packers win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Packers. Oh yeah, no, that's what, that's what I said. I said on Twitter, I was like, if the Packers fucking win this game, they're winning the Super Bowl. Definitely. It's a fucking d- team of destiny at this point. Yeah, two hail yeah. mary passes and, and on one now. fucking season. Yeah, there's no yeah. way. Um, I said that about the Seahawks too, though, when the kicker missed the field goal, and we true. all know that went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good, good. Fuck them. Yeah. I hate the Seahawks. I like Cam Newton, man. I can't help it. You like? Uh, I hate him. I like him. Cam Newton. I can't fucking help it. I think he's fucking amazing, and I think and I love how he's just like fuck you to all the people that are like he doesn't like him dancing and all that shit. I just think it's so overblown. He could, let him have fun, man. He's a fucking football player. I guess you're right, and, he, and he's really good too. Like he's really fucking good. I'm just so bitter, and he is really good. He's like the next. He's the next crop of quarterbacks that's going to he when people talk about who's going to be the next Brady, Peyton or Manning or Breeze, he's going to be one of those dudes. He's going to be up there with them. I agree with Derek. I do wish he didn't play in the NFC South, though. I yeah. wish he was another another division, maybe even the AFC. Oh, God. If he, <laughs> if he played for like Kansas City, I'd be like, fuck, yeah, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I'd, I'd love watching that dude, <laughs> but he plays in the NFC South, so I hate him so much. Man, if they had blown that game, holy shit. Oh, that would have been beautiful. That game was fun. Dude, this, and I knew it, too. When they went up 31 nothing. I was like, the Seahawks are going to come out on fire because <laughs> yeah. they're just going to be so pissed. And I've... sure enough, they made it close. And if they kicked that field goal... Instead of trying to get the touchdown, they would have ended up tying it. I think. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought I don't. Uh, I remember watching that. And I'm like, oh, that's a. I guess you got to go. To, you, yeah, you know, take you, your points, you gotta, man. You, that's. Uh, 
most people will say take your points, but I was like, I guess at this point in the game, fuck it, just go, just yeah, go for true. it. Yeah. Down thirty-one, nothing, yeah, like, or whatever it was. <laughs> Got to get something going. But Troy, can we, all, can we put the fucking thing to bed? And I, I know Bucks fans are gonna hate me for this. That Levante David is better than Luke Keekley. Oh yeah, no, he's it's not. No, no, he's not. not. We, can, we we played that narrative like a fiddle for like a year. He's not better. Sorry, look, Luke Keekley's a fucking animal. Hey, look, 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 look. Let me say, let me, let me put it to you like this though. If Levante David had the kind of consistency that Luke Keekley did, then I'd say it might be close. But now that we're switching coaches out every two years, I, you know, it's it's clear to me that he, there's he's he's way better. Yeah, Derek, I know it's two different linebacker positions, but they were being compared like crazy like a year ago. Like yeah. every time one of them did something, it was like David's better. Derek, Derek Sharpell in the uh, in the mixer yeah, chat. Yeah, in the mixer chat. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to the live chat. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's got a point, but I, I still think that when you you know they were compared a lot uh, early on in their careers. Right, and that's because and that's partially because the Bucks could have taken Keekly, but they didn't. They passed up on him. Right. <laughs> or Mark Barron. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Playing for the we Reds. could have had Luke Keekley and Levante David in the same fucking. Uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever. We could have had Adrian Peterson instead. The, the guy that we got is dead. <laughs> is dead. He's no. He's no longer living. He's he has Dude, died. I had this conversation the other day because I was like, I think it was Bucks brief that was talking about Clemson D lineman or yeah. whatever like that. Because there's a few in the draft that the Bucks might look at. And I was uh, and, and no and ones people were like no 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 no. And I was like why? Because one of them died. And they're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah, Derek. Uh, Derek. He says uh, Alexander is going to be great for us. Anyways, I I, I tend so to agree. Too. I like yeah. Juan a lot. Yeah. Although I I I'm interested to see how the the defense transitions under Mike Smith. I know Mike Smith runs a four three. So uh, that's not going to change. So the the personnel wise, um, I don't know how much different will be. I'm, I'm sure a lot of more, a lot more Atlanta Falcons will be on our team, our former yeah, Atlanta uh, Falcons. I fucking hope not. I said we need to. Coaches need to stop that shit. It's uh, you need to stop taking your scraps from other teams and bringing them to your team just because no. they might fit your system. We just had that, and look, it didn't work at all. Like look, 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 look. It, whatever job that you've had in your life, you've worked with people that you know work that are, that do well. Right. Right. So if you go to a new job, you want to bring those guys over. Ideally, like, let's say you become a manager. Let's say you're, you're a fucking Joe Schmo over at, uh, at, uh, auto way. You're, you're working at auto way. And then all of a sudden here comes elder Ford and elder Ford wants to hire you as the top sales rep. And you want to bring your dudes over from, from auto way. You want to say, Hey man, look, I want I want to bring my team here. I want to bring the dudes okay. that I know can perform. well. Okay. That's, that's great. But Tim Jennings can change my oil, but he can't play football. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like you don't forget how to change oil. And to an extent, you don't forget how to play football either, but you get worse at it. I think. And if you suck, you suck. I'm just, I, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying from experience, be ready for that shit. Look, John Gruden brought in Ricky Dudley, and he brought in Charlie Gardner, and he brought in all those fucking washed up Tim Brown, all those washed up ass Raiders <laughs> onto our team. You uh, and and uh, uh, the same thing happened with with Lovey Smith, and you know, and, and look at look yeah, but at, instead we got Chris Conti and Tim Jennings, uh, right? Conti but but too bad. Greg Schiano, yeah. Greg, look how many Rutgers guys Greg Schiano brought in, and then and then 
Uh, that was even worse because those guys never made it in the NFL. Right. It's, yeah, that was like. I'm just saying, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Roddy okay, White. A few is okay, but let's not fill our team with them. Let's go get some new blood in the draft and maybe a few here and there in free agency. But don't fill our fucking team with former players well, just because you coached them once. We don't know. I mean, Jason Light has full control. So, I mean, I guess he's got now he's got the final say I, over everything. Fucking, that makes me feel so much better. I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe it's. I, I like Jason Light a lot. I think he's done some really good things. Uh, but I don't think people gave Lovey the credit for some of those players that right. we brought in that succeeded. Right. I don't think it was all Jason Light. As much as I didn't like Lovey for a lot of the things he did, and uh, he, did, he did have some hits. We had a lot of misses. Yes, he had some hits, There were some hits. And... Uh, he had control. Lovey had control over the... the uh, uh, he the had roster. final say over he the roster. He had final say on the roster. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the, the, those were his doing as well. Yeah. I, James Winston, that I, was his doing. Quan Alexander, that was his doing as well. I like Mike Smith as a hire. Uh, he, he ran some pretty good defenses. At some No, I wouldn't say pretty, really good defenses in Jacksonville. Uh, I like him as a hire. I think the fact that he's a former head coach, I don't know. They did the same shit with Leslie Frazier, and that didn't work out. I don't think that means really anything. Just because he was a head coach is going to make him a better coordinator. No, I think, it, it doesn't. I, no. But let me just let me let me bring this up to you. Uh, that that really doesn't make a difference when you're talking about a guy like Lovey Smith and and bringing in allegedly Frazier, especially when Lovey Smith is a defensive minded guy. Right. Uh, but Raheem Morris, when Raheem Morris took over the team, he brought in Jeff Jagosinski, who who was a head coach over Boston College, who developed. Uh, oh gosh, who did he develop? I forget. I forget who. Oh oh, Matt Ryan. He he developed Matt Ryan. And uh, he brought in uh, a defensive coordinator as well that had a lot of experience. And a lot of people praised those moves because Raheem was surrounding himself with uh, veteran uh, leadership or at least guys that have been there before. So I kind of got I have to I I think Mike Smith was kind of a no brainer because of the yeah, and it was immediate too. like as soon as Coder got hired, like, oh, yeah, we have a defensive coordinator. Mike Smith. He's a a solid defensive coordinator and he has that head coaching experience. He can kind of guide uh, Cutter along. He's got that relationship already established with Dirk Cutter. I think that it's nothing but good can come of that. I think that 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 is an excellent hire and it's 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 a little awkward, don't you think? Like, yeah, I used to be your offensive coordinator, and now I'm your head coach. The like, student head coach, is now the, the master. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Hello, Mike Welcome Smith. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> Mike Smith walks into his office. Dirt Cutter turns around in a giant leather chair like, Hello. Hello, petting, Mike. <laughs> petting a, see you again. A white cat. Hello, Mike Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to coach my defense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about, What's Dirk? going on? And he like, turns on the light. He's like, Would you like to be the defensive you coordinator? Do, you want to yeah. <laughs> coach my team? Okay, I guess, yeah. I'm not doing anything else. I, I, uh, I'm cautioned. I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say I'm optimistic. I'm not. I'm not fucking optimistic for the coming season for the Bucks. I'm not. I'm just not. I, I, I don't That's see, fair. I don't see why I should be. No, you're right. And, and I don't think I am either. I don't see us having a great record next season. I think six wins would be amazing next year. <laughs> uh, People are going to be calling for Dirk's head already. Oh, God, yes. Oh, through. God, yes. Yeah, yeah. Six, if we, six, six wins. Oh, God, yes. Uh, but still, with the higher Dirk Cutter, and I've said this, I said this to Jonathan. He came over to watch the, uh, the games with me this weekend. And uh, him and his lovely lovely girlfriend and Nick and his lovely wife, they they all came over uh, last weekend to watch the games. 
And I said this to Jonathan. I'm like, whenever we hire a new head coach, it's not that I'm that that I like him, but there's always this thought in my mind, like, okay, maybe this is the guy. This could be the guy that actually does it and like turns us around and like makes everything happen and all the wheels turn the right way and all the the the, the cylinders fire at the same time. Maybe this is the guy. So I have that feeling with Dirk Cutter. However, I don't think next year is going to be a really good year for us. I like. I do think there's something to be said for the continue for continuing, you know, on offense, keeping the same system for Winston and all the other guys. You know, I think there's something to be said for that. I really do. I think it's nice that they're not going to have to change uh, everything around again. But I don't see why we're expected to fucking have this big gigantic turnaround all of a right. sudden. Hey, look, if if Mike Smith can improve slightly upon the defense and then the offense that we had last year can improve, then I have no reason to believe that that we can achieve an 8 and 8 record. My favorite thing that he harped on in Mike Mike Smith's press conference was penalties. Yeah. And, he, and his defenses in Atlanta backed that up. That's they beautiful. really did. They were really good at being disciplined and that I would love to, if we if, if we come out and we're like and we go from like one of the most penalized teams in the league to even like middle of the pack to below middle, you know what I mean? Like towards boom, the back. Yeah. I'd be fucking I'd be ecstatic because we haven't had that in I don't know how long. I just want a team that fucking has a good head on their shoulders, man. That wins you games. I really think it does. Yeah, limit the mistakes. So <laughs> Yeah, don't shoot yourself in the foot so much because we can't afford to. <laughs> I hope we see improvements like that next year. A little like a small improvement on the defense. I hope we see the Winston direction continue that, to progress. Yeah, if we go yeah. out and, and lay a fucking egg like Lovey did in his first year and, and win three to t- two to three games. Be pandemonium right oh here. God, fire cutter first year. If Winston goes downhill and the team goes downhill, it's going to be, oh, my God, this fan base is going to fucking implode. Oh, uh, yeah. It's I mean, going to be over. <laughs> that's the that's the thing, dude. Like, Because uh, we're like, we thought we had it solved. We, we thought Dirk was the savior. We, now what? We now go the way of go? Winston. And if, Winst- yeah. if Winston struggles, I can see it now. I can see it now. Nobody's going to blame Winston. They're all going to blame Dirk Cutter. He had four shitty games to end the year, man. Yes, he did. He played he terrible. He really did. And, and, and people chalk that up to, like, the rookie wall and all that kind of stuff. And I, Yeah, I guess. I mean. Yeah, that's fine. Know, no, it's, that's... It's, it's, it's growing pains. I, I can admit yeah, that. That's valid. He's a rookie. I mean, that's. He is a rookie. It's a valid excuse. But let's not act like it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> it totally happened. Yeah, it, I watched it happen. I watched every game, and I wanted to slip my wrist. Oh, yeah, dude. He's, <laughs> he's got to come out. Jameis Winston has to come out next year and play better than he did last year. And we that's, need him some more weapons, man. That's the bottom fucking line. He's got to go come out next year and play better. No it's, excuses. No it's excuses. It's time to fucking go get some wins. Yeah. It's, 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 it, enough is enough. Enough is fucking enough. We can't. You have to start winning football games. Talk yeah. is cheap. Look, Coder said it. The only people, the only thing people give a shit about is wins and losses. Yeah, look at any at the end of the day, any franchise quarterback. Go look at Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Go look at any franchise quarterback. Go look at your Eli Mannings. Go look at your Cam Newtons. They got better year after year. So if if, if Winston doesn't do that, then he's a bust. I agree with you, Derek. We should go. Derek in the Mixler chat says we should go get Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, I think we should too. That's a pipe dream. I think him and Mike Evans would be great. I think but, uh, I, I think Mike Smith needs to talk to Mike Evans and tell him to get his shit together and start hitting the jugs. You start using some stickum. Yeah, <laughs> use some stickums. Hit the jugs machine. Do something, man. Get your shit together. That guy. Because and who knows if Vincent V you know Vjax is going to be back. That I would suck so. to lose him because no, you yeah. saw how much the offense struggled without him. And I, uh, ASJ needs to get his shit together. As much as I, I like him, he, he's not living up to much at all. I hope he does. 
He, uh, we I called him a bust. And if we if we don't bring back Martin, I think Martin coming back is going to be key. I hope mm. he comes back. No, I'm I'm. You know what, Martin Martin doesn't concern me too much. Really? Yeah. I, I, uh, he is a running back, so I think like when's his when is he going to hit that wall? It'll you know hurt. I mean that all running backs hit. Right. I thought he hit it like two years ago. Me too. But he came back this year and came around, and I was like, oh wow. You it's, know, Dougie's back, but how? Who knows how long he'll be like that? It'll hurt us if we lose if we lose him. It, for I sure, like Charles Sims, though. and I like Charles Sims as well. I think if we lose him, we'll go out and draft another guy, and, and I'm fully prepared to lose him. Yeah, um, I think this defense, this draft is going to be extremely d- defense heavy, though. It well, has to be. As much as I like to dog on DAE, uh, Derek Brooks always says something, and so does Steve Dumag. They say something that's very poignant, and, and it makes a lot of sense. And if you're good. Teams will find a way to keep you. If you're a free agent, then there's a reason why you're a free agent. So, uh, food for thought. Yeah, I, I've yeah, always... sure, Derek. Dalvin Cook in 2017. You know what? Let's just go draft the entire fucking 2013 Florida State Seminole Championship team. Fuck it. Let's fire Dirk and go get Jimbo Fisher. Let's fucking do it. Come on. Hey. Fucking, we'll do chops in the stadium. It'll be fucking awesome. Hey, 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 hey. I can't hey, wait hey. to have a team full of fucking Florida State Seminoles. It'll be great. Who can fucking a God, the Tampa Bay Seminoles. It's what it's becoming. Everybody wants Dalvin cook. Everybody wants, who was, uh, um, Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Christ almighty. Uh, no, I don't, I won't breathe Derek. I'm just going to fucking suffocate. (laughs) You say that you say that, sir. Um, let's see. But do you, do you remember like the teams that the University of Miami used to field? Uh yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the teams that no that no one gave a shit what happened off the field because they won every fucking game by like 40 points. Yeah, hold those on. teams. I got to pause the shit again. It's once again going into the theme. Hold on, 2 seconds. Still hear me, Kyle? Yeah, I can. Okay. I just I just completely fucked up. Yeah, dude, they Oh god. Uh I wish I I, I need to find this roster that the the Hurricanes used to field ridiculous it was an nfl team hold on i'll, I'll find I'm it i'm looking i'm looking for it right now i'm looking for it the, the 2002 Miami hurricanes i think it was the 2002 yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. okay hold on here here we go here we go let me just uh let me just go down this uh what are you this, on wikipedia this roster uh your quarterback was ken dorsey hmm? yeah oh he didn't really do anything after yeah the your yeah. fullback was uh kyle cobia yeah. <laughs> i don't recognize that name here we go here we go <laughs> Your running back was Willis McGahee. Your, oh, great. Your <laughs> wide receiver was Andre Johnson. Your tight end was Kellen Winslow Jr. And I think they had Jeremy Shockey at one point. Yeah, and Jeremy yeah. Shockey. On de- uh, on defense, oh, this isn't even the, 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 the crazy one. Uh, on defense, your linebackers were DJ Williams and Jonathan Vilma. Uh, your cornerbacks were Entrell Roll, uh, Kelly Jennings, and then your free safety was Sean Taylor. Jesus, Jesus fucking, fucking Christ. Christ. <laughs> And I'm sure there was a bunch of nice picks along the O line and the D line too, and th- that those Miami teams were fucking stacked. I'm trying man. to. There was there was one team that was just absolutely ridiculous. Is this it? This is it. Okay, no, this is it. This is it. All right, Ken Dorsey was still your your uh, running back. 
<laughs> quarterback, you mean? Your quarterback. Your halfbacks were Najee Davenport and Clinton Portis. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking tight end was Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. Wide receiver, Andre Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Santana Moss was on one of those teams, I think. Santana Moss was also on one of those teams. Your 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 offensive lineman was a bunch of dudes. I don't know. They're probably yeah, good. Yeah, a bunch of dudes. They were probably good, I'm sure. Uh, linebacker, still G.J. Williams and Jonathan Vilma. Your free safety was Ed Reed. <laughs> and fucking it's just, just fucking like is that fair? No. Like is that really fair? It's like was fair. anybody supposed to beat them? I Ohio State did that one year. And you're, uh, you're, in the championship. And that's only because of a blown call. Like Miami had that game one and they fucking blew it for them. Yeah. But like what a fucking ridiculous roster. Miami's <laughs> rosters over the years was and just now ridiculous. and now they're just average like everybody else. Yeah, I know. God. How the mighty have fallen. The Larry Coker years of Miami. Just he wasn't even a coach. They were have you watched so the 30 for awesome. 30 on that? No, what, what was it? Because Butch Davis left the, that team because he's the one that put that team together was Butch Davis. Right. He leaves for the NFL. I forget which job. I think it might have been Cleveland. He went to the Browns, oh, yeah. What a mistake. And uh, and Larry Coker and the, and the players basically hired the coach. They're like, just fucking hire Coker and we'll coach ourselves. Like, <laughs> just have Coach Coker be a chaperone. And that's what they did. And they almost won a championship. Like I think they did win a championship. They did win a championship. Back. They yeah. almost won two in a row. Two thousand and two. They won the goddamn. Yeah. Uh, they just. He was a fucking babysitter. That team coached itself. Wait, like, wait. Did they? What do you? Yeah, yeah. I got this. Don't worry about it. It's fucking like a team full of NFLers in college. That's like putting a Pro Bowl team in fucking college. Those guys were all Pro Bowlers. Most of them. Wait, I think they lost the national championship to Ohio State. Didn't they play in one before that? I think they did. Uh, they played like two in a row, and they lost the second one, I think. 2000, they won the Sugar Bowl against Florida. Oh, yeah, they kicked our ass. I was Big watching. Yeah I, think that, yeah, I think that is the – did they win the – That wasn't a – was it a natty? Uh, no, I don't think it was. No. I, I know they won one. I, they had to. But that's that. crazy. They only, won, they only lost one game that year, but Florida was ranked number seven. They were ranked number th- – oh, Yeah, yeah, I, I – like in the thirty for thirty, it's uh, the U part two. If you, it's on Netflix, if you want to watch it, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, they they I think they they got like sh- they got shafted out of that game, like the championship game for whatever reason. Let's see. I think they had like an early season loss or something like that. University of Miami national championships. Let's see. I don't know football national championships. I don't know. I don't know. So to wrap it up. Uh, I guess the Rays signed Steve Pierce today. Oh, yeah, we're going way over time. Yeah, the Rays. We are. Just quickly, uh, signed <laughs> Steve Pierce. He was a Ray killer, went for the Orioles, but maybe that'll carry over. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, last year out of uh, out of 294 at-bats, uh, he had 40 RBIs. Uh, he had an uh, on-base percentage of, oh, no, no. What was this OBP? OBP of uh, two eighty nine on base plus slugging was one or seven eleven. So mm-hmm. that's a good guy to put in the middle of your lineup. That's a good no, guy. To, it, to, it's to, pretty fucking cool too. He's from Lakeland. That's yeah. cool. Especially you now know, that he gets to come home. We've re-signed Logan Forsyth. We've got James Loney still on the roster. Uh, we've got an Evan Longoria still on the roster. Now I really like signing Forsyth. That was great. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good sign. And uh, if Kevin Kiermeyer can improve. Uh, I'm liking the Rays next year. I'm I, I'm not saying that we're going to go out and win the fucking division, but I'm just liking the team that's that we're putting together on the field. AL East is pretty open, man. Yeah, me. I think I think there's a lot of unknowns. Uh, 
Let's, we'll see. You know, the Rays are the Rays. That's a long ass season. Baseball. Yeah, the, the, it really is. Alex, <laughs> Al, the thing is, is like if Alex Cobb can come back and be dominant like he had, like he was in the past, he's gonna he's gonna have a few shaky starts. But if Alex Cobb can come back and what I think like mid June or June or July, something like that. Never, yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like mid season, late season, or you know, mid something like that. I think it's mid season. He's gonna come back. Yeah, we'll see. If he can come back strong. And if Matt Moore can continue his his what he did last year, if Chris Archer can be who he was last year, if Jake Odorizzi can be who he was last year. If we can just get, like, year. middle of the pack offense. Yeah, and if we could just kind of squeeze out a little bit of offense every game. Like, I, maybe just average, like, maybe, like, 17th, 18th. I don't know, man. I like it. I like that we, we make enough moves to kind of stay in the mix. So we're going to be in the mix next year. I don't know how long or how how deep into the season we'll be in the mix, but at least we'll have a – There'll be a team worth watching out there. I don't think it will fall apart like we did last year. No. Or we we remember we were like ten games over five hundred, and then it just all kind of came undone. And that yeah. was because we were just playing way above our potential last year. Yeah. Uh, so, I like all the moves they've made so far. I don't think they're done. I, we'll see. Maybe a trade here here and there, something like that. But I don't know. I like the direction they're heading. I like Kevin Cash. I think he's still got stuff to learn, but I think the Rays are in good hands. And. uh well, you know, we'll see where it goes. And I think, and it's nice that they got the stadium deal done too. You know, that that's nice. Yeah. At least we can kind of put, maybe start to put that behind us a little. I nope. know it's still going to be around, but. Nope. It's going to be, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Well, in, in my it, opinion, whatever the steps are, let's hope we can get through them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've taken the first step. And I think after, at that point now it's, it's, it's where the stadium is going to be and who's going to fund it. So once we right. find that, we'll they'll find the place, and I think they'll find the place fairly quickly. And by fairly fairly quickly, I mean between this year and next year, right? And at that point, it's going to become okay. Who's going to pay for it? And then that's yep. going to be the next big hurdle to to, to cross. That's going to be another few years before we get to that point. Yep. So. so- all right, I think that's word of the bay this week. We always do long podcasts when me and you get together. It's always fucking long. You want to get out of here, don't you? You want to watch the rest of that game? Oh, it's not. I got to take a piss. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've been there before, sir. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you said we were getting close to time. You're right. No, we're we're over time, so we can we can call it a podcast. Let me just let me get all this right. out real quick. Uh, make sure you go to SharkDropper.com. Check out all of our podcasts. Uh, we have uh, ten of them available to you. Uh, if you like what I do, and if you like what Nick does, uh, we have a lot of podcasts that we do. We 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 review video games. They're all really good. They're all really good. Yeah, we do fictional podcast. We do everything. Uh, if you want to hear me rant and rave on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, or just I do a solo podcast, I do it every week. I'm, tr- I'm going to try to do it every week. You can hear little that. Little while on, with Kyle. Little while with <laughs> Kyle. You can hear it on Patreon. You go to SharkDropper.com next to the home button. That's a Patreon button. You can click that. Uh, it's not just this that podcast. There's a lot of different stuff that we try to put on there to to give you guys a little bit more incentive to donate to us. So it's worth it, man. There's some cool stuff on there. I think you guys just put up something with a child actor today. There's a child. Yeah, Robert yeah. put up something with a little child actor. Had a had a few like crazy takes so for one of our podcasts so you can hear that too take it from somebody who's not part of shark dropper i'm just kind of a friend yeah. uh it's the, the every the, all this shit's good man hey I, give you, it a listen if you get a if you get yourself a microphone and uh you know continue the sunbelt podcast i don't know we'll see <laughs> it's hard to do by myself man. i know yeah it's tough <laughs> Yeah. I, it's you got to take like anyways anyways okay you're good at it man i try i it's, you're good at, no like i was like wow i was expecting you to like like stutter a lot and like be like oh god like what am i gonna say but no dude you you fucking and that's probably because you listen to bill burr a lot yeah i take it it's like how the fuck are you how like, are you? 
the fucking life. Just checking in on you. Ladies. Okay. But it is that is where I get it from. And one more quick thing. Have you watched Episodes for Family? Oh God. I'm I'm like a few I, I love that show. Like, it's a great show. I just watched I just finished the first season. Fucking love it. Yeah, awesome show. I like it. I like it a lot. Awesome show. Funny I, as hell. I will put you through that fucking wall. Have you watched <laughs> do you watch uh, uh Bojack Horseman? I've watched a few episodes. I like it. It's pretty give, funny. Give it give it uh dude. Watch the first season. That's yeah. all I got to say. It takes, <laughs> if you've watched a few episodes, give it a few more because it takes a little while for it to really pick up. But like, like usually mid to late season, oh God, it's a really good show. It's a really, really good show. Yep. So keep, I, I'll give it a shot, man. Keep watching it. Keep watching it. Will do, man. Okay. Uh, guys, stay tuned on, on Patreon. I'll, I'll do more of those little solo podcasts. If you, um, I know, uh, I don't know if people like them, but it's, I'll, I'm going to keep doing them because I like doing them. Uh, thank you to Blog Talk Radio for hosting us. Thank you to uh, Audible.com for sponsoring us. And go Lightning. Go, go lightning. fucking Lightning. That has been more to the bay for this week. I am, yeah. I am Kyle. I'm Anthony. See you next week. Okay, all right. Bonus content at the end of the, at the end of the podcast because I just realized that I did not give out my picks for the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship, and I know Nick would he would kick my ass if I didn't do that. So, uh, without further ado, this is this is what I think: uh, Broncos and Patriots. I think that the, the the you never bet against the Patriots, as I said in the podcast. You never bet against the Patriots. I think. Uh, Peyton Manning's a little too old. That defense can't hold up against Tom Brady. Uh, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game. Patriots going to win it. A lot of people don't know they're two and two. The uh, the the Broncos and the or Peyton Manning and Tom Brady they're two and two against each other in, in uh, AFC and NFC or AFC championships. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I'm going to think the Patriots going to go back to the the goddamn Super Bowl. And finally the 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 Panthers against the Cardinals. It's going to be the Pan- the Panthers. I mean, it's 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 like a preordained matchup, you know. It's going to be a rematch of the 2004 Nipplegate. Hopefully, hopefully Tom or not Tom York, but you know, the dude from from Coldplay rips off Beyoncé's titty and reveals her nipple to the entire watching viewing audience of America on CBS. And then the whole place goes ape shit again. The FCC goes rampant and you know, we have all manner of uh, Chris Martin. Chris Martin from Coldplay. Hope Chris Martin rips Beyonce's titty titty balls off and during the halftime show, and it's just like a repeat of the whole Super Bowl. And the Patriots win. I'd ra- you know at this point I'd rather see the fucking the fucking pa- the Patriots win over anybody. If 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 it's between, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Who cares? Anyways, yeah. There's my picks. There's your bonus content. Go fuck yourselves. Above the target. T minus five seconds till shark drop. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. The following podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.